Welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Get getting this pre-recorded. Hello everybody. Good day, mate. Good day. Yes, we are... Together to uh, talk another Fleet Geeks podcast. First time in a while, as well. First time in a little thing, while. I've almost forgotten what we are and who we are, but no, we're, we're back together to do a uh, Fleet Geeks podcast. And this week we've just chosen a, a, a subject that's a bit. I get a bit of a bee in my bonnet about this, and I'm, I'm, it's one of the subjects I'm, I'm quite surprised that the country, and particularly the the, uh, the industry, is not uh, jumping up and down a little bit more about. And it, it's a little subject that is is probably not a great deal of uh, it means a lot, and doesn't mean a great deal to, to a lot of people in the industry. Um, only those who have done the transport manager exam, and it's a, it's a subject that crops up, and everybody actually fears it, but it's it's not that difficult really. And it's a subject called cabotage. Great name, isn't it? I think it was, you know, I used to think it was something to do with movement of cabbages throughout uh, to Europe. Oh, I was going to say, is it not related <laughs> to the vegetables? You know, the veg, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, leafy, leafy, bumpy lettuce. Yeah, that you eat hot. Yeah. I, would, I don't, I don't really. Unfortunately, I don't really do much in the way of vegetables and, and greens. But uh, yeah, so no cabotage. So cabotage. What is cabotage? Then? So cabotage is. Um, a, 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 a movement of goods um, domestically by a, by an operator or a vehicle that's registered in another country. So, uh, a typical example of cabotage for a, a, a you know a UK haulier would be to to do a trip down to Lyon in France, drop a drop a load off, uh, and then while they were there, pick a load up and deliver it to Paris. So that internal movement in in France by a UK operator that's what we would describe as cabotage. So uh, when we left the EU. Um, the rules change slightly. Um, they call it access to, to market. So our access to the uh, the foreign market, our access to the EU market, was limited to one movement in seven days. Um, to actually, two haulage movements, one of them being cabotage. So that would that would be it now. For, for a UK haulier, that would be it. You'd have to, uh, once you dropped off in, in Paris, you could get a backload, but that you wouldn't be able to do any more internal jobs in, in, uh, in, in, in France. So... But uh, as which, a, is, which is bullshit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it used to be three and seven. Uh, you know, when we when we when we were in the EU, it used to be three and seven, and then it dropped it down to one in seven. Um, but for a, a foreign operator uh, in the UK, they can now do unlimited uh, domestic movements within a two-week period. So, what do you think of that? It's uh, if you're a haulier, you may be disappointed. Um, I working with the haulier over the last couple of weeks. Uh, he was quite disappointed with it. He, he thinks it keeps rates low. Bound to, isn't it? It's bound to, isn't yeah. it? There's, uh, you know, operator licensing is about fair competition. Uh, I know this is not, not really involved in that, but, it, you know, it's not fair, is it? People on uh, lower wages, etc. Um, Absolutely. Interestingly as well, due to the driver shortage, he put the wages up for his drivers. Uh, but the rates have been kept low. So by, by, by customers seeking out um, for, for, you know, foreign haulers. I don't mean this to be... I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here wearing my Union Jack uh, underpants, <laughs> you'd be glad to know. But uh, this is... Yeah, I'm, waving I'm, around at the minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not jingoistic, but, and it's not you know, Johnny Foreign it fashion, fair, but it, it needs to be fair. And that doesn't seem fair to me, that, that no. they can... You know, access to our market is unlimited. 
I'll, I'll be honest. So my, my point of view on this is I've I, I've been acutely aware that it happens, and I know that there's a you know we've got a big issue. I I, I don't know where they come from. The trotter vehicles. Where are they coming from? The trotter vehicles, the white ones with the green logo, oh, trotter. Yes, yeah. But they're the ones that are causing loads of issues in uh, uh, local parking places and that kind of thing. And um, you know, I see I see a few people complaining about them on Facebook. And I, the cabotage. The thing is, is it, it it sort of strikes me as something which really only foreign operators tend to talk about. The, the standard international people who are doing regular European work. So. And because none of my operators that I work really closely with, they're largely all national operators, you know, we've got one that does a bit of international uh, movement and that's that's it really, but it's very sort of rare. So it's not really been on my radar, but for anything where, you know, the operators have got such a limited opportunity when, when we have the expense of going into Europe, when you look at that comparatively with the opportunity here, have you, have you spoken already, Mike, about the opportunity that foreign operators have in the UK? Well, yeah, it's, it's so the, you know they're not they don't have to really look very far to to, to brokers to find themselves backloads. But you know I can understand backloads. I think everybody understands that a, a trip has to be profitable, so you need to look for a backload. And if you can do a backload, you know maybe if you was going from I don't know uh, Romania to, to Scotland, and you know you might get a backload from from Scotland back down south to get you nearer to Dover. That's fair. You know everybody can see that. It's ethically fair right as well, isn't it? Environmentally, yeah, it, it, not, you don't want to be running trucks. Absolutely. So you know I've got nothing against. Against cabotage, absolutely nothing against it. I think it's, it's it's a perfectly sensible solution, but you know, unlimited, and we we only get to do the one. That's not fair, is it? Can't be. No, and it's it's, it's it only affects some hauliers in the UK as well. Because if you're a specialist haulier doing brick and block or or yeah. skips, or bulkers, etc., perhaps you know, if you're doing general haulage, that's where it's going to hurt you because it's easy to get a curtain cider. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. Absolutely. So it doesn't affect everyone, but the people it does affect... Uh, I, I definitely think it's hit hard with it. Which tends to be the most competitive area of the yeah, industry. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. Your pallets on a curtain cider is the most competitive area of the industry, and now they're being you know done over again by by cheap rates. But you know, but people say, well, what's what's wrong with that? Surely that means cheaper prices for the consumer. But I think at the end of every cheap rate is somebody being exploited. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. that. That's that's the economy that we live in, and what. You know what? What I find frustrating, I suppose, is, and I, I put this out there, is why? Why is no one making a noise about it? No, it's, it's incredible. Like, I, I was just summing an iron about what I'm going to call this podcast, and it's going to be something along the lines of the the best the best kept secret that's fucking your transport business. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we could play Rule Britannia in the background. <laughs> no, it, it, is, it isn't. A, you know, as I say, it's, it, we don't. Yeah, it's not a it's not a, a bashing thing. It's it is. I can't believe that people are not making. More. In fact, actually, me and Jamie before we came on air, we did. Uh, Jamie googled it. <laughs> that's good answer to everything. Isn't it? And it, it is due to end on the thirtieth of April. So let's yeah. see where it goes. It might be that we're. You know, it was only going to be a temporary measure. To relieve the driver shortage, that was the government's line on it. But has it, has it succeeded? Well, I, did, I don't know. Has it? Not really, has it? It's, it's, a, it's a plaster, isn't it? It's not, Pla- a, not yeah. a long-term fix. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. And that's and another it, podcast, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The driver, you know, we, you know, it's a, it's a subject all for itself. But you know, I, anecdotally, I do a lot of up and down the country, a lot of miles around the M25 and what have you. And you know, it seems to me at the moment almost every truck is a is a foreign truck, and you know, I'm not against that. They've got to earn a living, and you know, I, I feel sorry for the for the because they are probably being exploited because their wages will never be anywhere near. The, the, the wages that the, the UK truckers are now enjoying, and uh, so long may it live. If anything, it could harm the uh, the way that the business get new drivers in. They Absolutely, can't afford yeah. to put new trucks on to get more drivers back on the road. So, you know, it sort of holds so that back. If anything, self fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Yeah. But, but I just thought, you know, I, I wanted to make that a subject. We talked about what we're going to talk about, and I thought, you know what, I can't believe that we're not jumping up and down more as an industry and putting pressure. So get your pens and papers out, people. Yeah. Write to your MP yeah, and ask I them what their what their position of it is. Strongly worded letters required. Yeah. Absolutely. Jamie, have you mentioned about your uh, your operator who uh, saw the rates in different countries for yeah. their uh, key people? Yeah, so he works for a, uh, a large parcel delivery and supply company, I suppose. Uh, yeah, the rates um, in France comparable to the UK. There was a uh, a comparable a run. It was about a thousand pound more over the four four days. Yeah, so what they would get to a UK operator. Significant, mm, that, isn't yeah. it? massively significant. Yeah. yeah. So what? Why is that? Whilst we're talking about this, why is that? Do we think? I don't know. He didn't know either. He was he just put his arms in the air. I think it's because it's more competitive here, isn't it? It's a lot more competitive. Not more, yeah, a lot more competitive. The French have got a rule that if you're going to do if you're going to do internal movement, if you're going to do cabotage movement in France, you have to be prepared to um, evidence that your drivers are on the French minimum wage or equivalent to the French minimum wage. So I would think if we implore, you know, if we had something like that here, that you know, what is the national living wage now? It's nine fifty. So it's you know, I doubt whether a lot of those drivers that are coming over here, you know, particularly from the former Eastern European countries, they won't be anywhere near nine pound fifty now. Well, and it would it? be very difficult to police. Yeah, mm, tricky, isn't it? Tricky. Yeah, interesting. Excellent. Fantastic. I think that's. Uh, that's a wrap, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We'll see what happens after the thirtieth. See what happens after the thirtieth, but yeah. be prepared to write to your MP. Yeah, get your strongly <laughs> if, worded letter. If out. they're not too busy partying, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese and wine. Right then. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Hope you found that useful and found value from that. And we'll catch you on the next one. Cheers. Here we go. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.